Hello, and welcome to season two of Three Rings Warrior podcast. This season, I bring you the experiences and transformational stories of everyday women making uncommon decisions to change their lives and the lives of those around them. Hello, and welcome to season two of Three Rings Warrior podcast. This season, I bring you the experiences and transformational stories of everyday women making uncommon decisions to change their lives and the lives of those around them. Hello, and welcome to Three Rings Warrior podcast. And today we have Veronique Gautier. Um, she is a was from France. She came to the United States, uh, I think it was 24 years ago. She is a brand strategy building specialist in the corporate world, but she has been moving to bring this to us as people, as coaches who are working towards our own programs and really in working to create as a value creation expert. And thank you so much, Veronique, for being on the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. And I'm super looking forward to our interview today and getting to know a little bit more about you. Same here, Jocelyn. I'm, I'm really so happy you asked me to join you. Uh, I, I love what you're doing. Happy to participate. Thank you so much. Well, to get us started right off the bat, why don't you give us a little bit of background? Tell us a little bit about your journey from France to the United States. What was that about? What did you go through? And how was this experience for you? Okay, so uh, back uh, what, a little while ago, because I've been in New York for 24 years now, uh, started advertising, uh, loved what I was doing, uh, was always an out-of-the-box type of thinker, um, and I was a trailblazer. I was like, you know, I, I, I understood things really quickly, I made things happen, I had results, uh, but I, it was uh, very, very, you know, De demanding of myself, demanding of my team. You know, I, I was this very strong person because it's part of my, my story and my, my journey. I lost my mother very, very young. So I had to step up really quickly and, and become um, a strong person or was it was only just a part of me um, because deep inside I was this very sensitive child, you know? Um, and, uh, but I could not show it because I was told very early on by my father that it was probably uh, going to be my only weakness in life. Mm -hmm. So I learned to just to be strong and I kept it to myself. Uh, it was to be used, but not to be seen. Uh, <laughs> but I, I definitely used this, 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 this incredible sensitivity that, I've, that I have uh, in my business. Yes, definitely. You know, so, so what you just mentioned there about putting those emotions in, not showing that you're sensitive, not showing that you have these emotions. So many women, especially ones that I will call empaths, that really are connected to other people's emotions and have that ability to understand other people at that deep level. They, we weren't understood as kids and it was pushed down and pushed down and, and, and we kind of lost our way. So I love it that you, you experienced that and you're going to share more of that that you know that shift yeah and, and especially in advertising you know I was um, 
it's so important to understand human psychology and understand where people are coming from and really go deep into you know what's going on and sometimes you think in a certain way and you act in a different way mm -hmm. so definitely that that was a gift for me uh, it, it was definitely very very helpful so i uh i i was very very blessed to have um uh, a boss who just let me be who i was and um and, and, you know, and I reaped results really quickly, uh, very early on, and that was great, but I wanted more. I, I really wanted more. I felt tight, even though I was working on big uh, pieces of uh, international business already. Um, I've, I had always dreamt to come to the U.S. because it's the, the mecca of brands, right? This is where beautiful, powerful brands are being built. So... Um, yeah, about 24 years ago now, I left France and I arrived in New York and I had absolutely not realized that no one was expecting me here. <laughs> <laughs> and I had totally underestimated the, the whole thing. Um, you know, everything was working through headhunters. I didn't know any headhunter. The only uh, two people I knew at the time. Uh, we're always traveling in New York, so not really in a position to to help me connect. But so I I did you know I started square one. Let's get headhunters. Let's get meeting. Mm. Nine out of ten told me the same thing. Veronique, <laughs> you're so successful in country in your country. Why don't you go home? Oh, and I was like no, 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 I'm going to keep going because I'm unstoppable. And I, you know, this is, I cannot hear that, you know, I'm here to do this. And I'm going to do it. Right. So luckily the tenth one was the right one, oh. made the right introduction. And, uh, you know, when yes. things click, it's just amazing. I was hired by a very hot brand consultancy uh, uh, at the time in New York City. Mm. Uh, and they uh, were just like me, renegades of advertising, uh, people who were thinking differently. And so this whole place was totally like, uh, you know, buzzing, was, was incredible talents. And, you know, Peter and, and Jane were probably the two most uh, brilliant people I've ever met, really, in this business. So long story short, they hired me as worldwide lead strategist on... Exxon. Wow. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, I, I, not that I love petroleum or anything. That's not right. what I mean. But it was for me, I was like, wow, I come to the United States, work on big account, and I land the largest company literally at the time in the, in right. the world. And um, it was very, very difficult because, you know, again, challenge number one, I barely spoke English. I mean, not at the level that I, I needed to be able to articulate with really a level of, of precision, exactly what I, what I needed to, right. to be able to, to convey. It was excruciating, Jocelyn. I have to tell you, <laughs> that it's not a night that I was not coming home and not cry. I was crying, like coming home and cry because it had so much nervous tension, you know, because I had I had to lead these people. I, I barely spoke the language. Mm. My first strategies, I was drawing them on a piece of paper. I was drawing my strategy. It's like, wow. I was like a kid again, not having the language, right. having the ability yeah. to think, but not being able to communicate what I needed to communicate. Yeah. So 
it was it, it, it was excruciating. And my ex-husband at the time was telling me, Bernie, you don't have to put yourself through that. And I remember like, I am learning. <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously, uh, there were consequences to it because I, I there's not a day that was passing that I didn't think that, okay, this is my last day. They're going to fire me. Wow. Uh, I'm going to be out of job. I'm going to lose my visa. Um, That's a lot of stress. I, that was that was huge stress. And six months later, I got called in the CEO's, you know, office, and I was offered the position of managing director of the company, <laughs> and 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 a, and a big uh, raise and everything. So this is really when you know I started spreading my wings and feel comfortable at that at that new level, right? Of not only pro professionally, but myself, you yeah. know, I, it, I was coming through like a lot of challenges that you just mentioned and just having been, not having quit, you know, having stepped up literally to the plate, um, it really felt, you know, good. I mean, uh, nothing was ever comfortable in that place because we were always <laughs> under so much pressure, but is it, it, you know, it was so satisfying because anything we could imagine mm. we were in a position to make happen i think what was so amazing there is that you didn't give up you kept taking action even when it was hard you just you stepped into it you stepped into it. you had all the stress of the stuff going through your head that wasn't actually really true obviously but to you it was in that moment um but despite all those things going on, you still said, no, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, and it just resulted in powerful ends. But, but Justin, I have to tell you, it's true in the same, I, I, by the same token, it's not true. It, it was just like, I didn't know any other way. I had no, <laughs> I, no it's true. I'm, I'm being very honest with you. I didn't know that quitting was an option. I was, that, that was, again, it's back to the person I have been for, the longest in my life is like you know i put myself up to a challenge and there was not one day that i was not scared i was scared every single day but i was doing it i had always been doing it because again you know back to the little girl i could not let anybody see what was going on inside right i had to be strong i had to make this happen and and I'm also, that's part of who I am. I'm very uncompromising. So I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm going to get this done. And so, you know, so we, it was a beautiful, uh, you know, time. I was really growing. And I think that's the part of, that's very important to me to, to keep growing. Right. So you grow and you stretch and it's uncomfortable and then you get that level and it's like oh feels good and then there's another challenge right. and what happened is actually there was another big challenge because um the the uh owner of the company died overnight you know heart wow. attack yeah i mean you know we we could not sustain that that pace for for too long and actually before I left on a trip, that because I, I heard he was he, he, he died like on my the, the day I came back, mm. and before I left, I, I went into his office and I said, you know, Peter, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not sure I want to keep going that, 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 at that place, because we're all going to, you know, implode. And he looked at me and he said, Bernick, you will never be able to, You'll you never will be never be able to quit. <laughs> you will never be able to quit. And, um, and I left and he died. Wow. So it was, it, it was brutal. It was a shock and it was a shock for me on many levels because it meant like, oh my God, I'm out of a job, meaning I have no visa. Mm. So back on the, you know, in the game and headhunters and this and that. And I landed like immediately, I landed the same type of position mm. at Ogilvy and, and Mother. So, so, you know. So as you're going through this, you know, you've got all this stress and it actually reminded me a little bit. It's like, I was thinking, wow. And I, but like when I first started teaching in academia and the first time, the first semester I was there was like, and I had to stand up in front of people and teach. It's like, I was shaking the whole first term, but I still did it. So I, I, I it was like, oh, okay, I can connect to that. And, and I didn't think about that, that you're not allowed to quit. And that was kind of something I grew up with too, you know, and having to see things through. Um, I think a lot of our era went through that kind of experience, especially as women. But what was it then? You're going through this, you're in the corporate world, you're doing all this, um, and you're successful at your doing what you're doing. What happened to shift to, to, to that made you change your mind on what you wanted to do? So I didn't get the message uh, right away. <laughs> I <have to> tell <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm strong-headed. Um, so, so what happened is, uh, so now I'm at Ogilvy and I have this similar job, uh, similar position on BP now, not that I wanted to, you know, keep working on petroleum, but it seems that when you do something well, they, they call you back to do more of it. So, but uh, what, what happened is I had uh, my child. <laughs> I had my child and, um, and, you know, my, my husband is traveling. I have to go home to, to, to come home to relieve my, my babysitter. And there's a particular night, you know, there's always a scene where things shift. Like, you know, you can, you know, that this is the moment, although you, you don't necessarily, necessarily get the the lesson right away. That's the moment you know it shifted. So for me is that I come home and I'm stressed out because I have to leave the agency super early. You know, in this world, you don't leave at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, whatever the, the time was. Right. I come home. I nurse my baby. I have my child on my breast, my computer in my lap. Wow. And I have my cell phone on my ear and I'm working on the pitch with Los Angeles. Mm. And for them, it's the middle of the afternoon, you know, it was like, okay. And that, that is, I remember vividly in my mind, I'm like, I cannot do this. Right. And gives me the chill to this day because I had never quit. Right. And I was not, it was not even at the time an option for me. To say, okay, you know what? I'm gonna have a talk with my husband, and I'm gonna quit this job. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it, it, no, I had to make it work. But for the first time in my life, I was telling myself, I can't do this. Mm. So I didn't, 
I didn't hear this voice. I didn't take it seriously for a little while, a little longer. I think uh, another year went by. Um, and I had this discussion with my husband and we were building a, a house upstate New York, beautiful lenticular space, rotating house wow. in the woods. And I had Cody design the, the interior. And so we need to go upstate to kind of supervise, you know, the construction and the building and everything, because it was such a special and unique house, you know, you, 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 we need to keep an eye on it. Right. So we said, okay, you know, let's do this. I'm going to go upstate. We're going to go upstate and, um, and it's going to be the first time in my life that I ever take a break. <laughs> wow. It's going to feel fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And, um, and it didn't, this is, this is, this is for, for the longest time, I, I, I was so uncomfortable to admit it, but I felt ashamed that, you know, I had the beautiful kid, I had the beautiful house. I had, I was traveling, I had, a, you know, but I was miserable. I was totally miserable. And the reason why I was miserable is I had totally lost sight of myself. Mm, right. I was, you know, I mean, you know, it, it was tough. I mean, you know, I was isolated, literally in the woods, uh, had a little baby. My husband was traveling all the time. I had no family because I'm an immigrant, right. no family around. And I have this little baby, you know, and... And I used to be an executive. I mean, what the <laughs> hell happened to me? You know, so. I mean, isn't um, that like such a huge aspect of many, many women in our lives, in our era? I mean, we, it seems like so many women that I talk to is we go in and we're, we're, we're told we can do anything. And then we go to do everything and we have what we, everybody else from the outside looking in would think is everything. But inside ourselves, we're like, where did I go? How, how come I'm now doing, I'm the person that all these other people want me to be, but I'm not the person that I want to be, you know, and we, maybe it doesn't quite sit with us exactly that way, but we do wake up at some point and we, we go, what happened here? <laughs> so I, I, absolutely. And I, I, I totally agree with, with what you said, except I think it was even worse for me. It's, mm -hmm. I had no idea who I was. Mm -hmm. I had absolutely zero idea. I mean, you know, you removed the executive. I mean, who was I? Gotcha. I, I was, to a certain extent. Because I was, you know, I, I think since my mother died, I've always been in the doing mode. I had to be that strong person. I had to, you know, do this, do that. And also I was putting that on my side, on myself, you know, I'm not saying anyone put that on myself. Right. I remember, you know, visiting a, uh, my doctor in Paris and, he told me, you know, Vernick, you will never um, uh, pass 30 if you continue like that. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, I had so much vitality. I didn't take it seriously. But um, in, in retrospect, you know, in hindsight, I just had been running all my life, you know, feeling that I had no time, like being in a rush of accomplishing stuff, like totally losing myself in the doing, right? right. And now I'm a mother and I'm responsible for this life. And, you know, had the syndrome of everybody, everything had to be perfect on top of everything. And I think that's another thing about our generation, right? right. 
Right. Can you relate to that? Yeah, bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, you know, something, something. <laughs> let him still know you're a, a woman or let him still know he's a man or something like that. You know, we've got to be super women and super mom and super everything, you know, yeah. So, so, but, so, but what happened, it was not just psychological. I, 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 I became sick. I had debilitating headaches. I, I was spending all my, my time at my, um, osteopath or myopath, you know, anything to put myself back. And, um, uh, at some point I, I joined because I was so isolated. Um, a friend of mine recommended that I join a community of women. Mm. and um I, I had never done that it's it's not in my culture i i you know i, I was not seeking seeking our, it our culture then, often pits women against each other you know our, our society is like who's the prettiest who's what why you know why is this person wearing that why are they you know there's this finger pointing thing when really the nature of women is to be cooperative and to be together and and, and but our society often makes us you know, and so you're right. It's 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 not always easy and comfortable to get into a group of women. But but also because you know my my mother was very um, was an introvert. Very she she didn't have like a strong personality like my father. So mm. I didn't have a role model. You know, I didn't have a role model of a woman. I didn't know how to ask for help. Mm. I had never done it. Um, but. I, I got into this family of women and I remember the, the, bene the benevolence and the love and the care that I received. And, and one of this woman really shared an experience. She was an executive too. And she said, you know what? I started being coached and it changed my life. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I need that. Right. <laughs> what have you been doing? Because I had seen her evolution as well, you know, so I was like, right. okay, you know, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me that you have been doing something different because I see the results. Um, and so I should, I, I could look up to her, right? It, it just made sense to, to listen to her recommendation. So I reached out to uh, her coach who became my coach and he was my best supporter. He was my best fan. He really helped me put all the pieces together and, and grow because mm -hmm. it's not just enough to put it back together. It's like, okay, you know, where are we going? You know, what are you going to do with the gifts that you have? Right. 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 And, right. um, and I remember I was so enthusiastic and so transformed that, um, I actually became a coach. I, I put myself <laughs> through the program and I got a certification and I, and, um, I, uh, yeah, I became a coach. I started coaching and, uh, so, really, so that, that was your transformation was that, I mean, in the, I don't know if this is all of it, but you saw what impact it had on you. And I'm gathering then your heart went out to all the other women that were like you and you wanted to help them not live that life that you found yourself stuck in um, and be able to find that freedom that you ended up finding by going through the coaching program. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And so I always had in my mind that I wanted to help people. I just knew how to help them through marketing, right? Right. You have a business problem. I'm going to help you with your business. But now I started to see that, okay, I can help individuals. 
and you know never by accident you attract the same type of people that, that you are <laughs> so i started attracting um entrepreneurs mm -hmm. uh you know and i started coaching them and and it was beautiful to be able to coach the person so that the person becomes a leader and the leader that builds the business you know right. and that was beautiful but there was another thing i i wanted to to, to, to add before I go into like the transformation that I witnessed, because that's beautiful. And another thing that gave me another opportunity to, to grow is, uh, unfortunately, I can laugh about it now because my, my, my child is totally healed, but at the time it was, it was very sick, quite, quite sick. Mm -hmm. And he had asthma and it was kind of an ongoing like situation. And, you know, I don't know if your kids had asthma, but you know, in this country, they put the nebulizer on and every three hours nebulizer day in, day out. I was not sleeping. It was horrible. And one day I sit this little person on the chair and I put the video on to distract, to carry some distraction. And, you know, very quietly, you know, I put, I put the mask on and you know, remove the the, the no actually he had the the, the 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 mask on and I see nose started to bleed oh man and I was like that's it enough if enough of this I, I enough of this he's only getting sicker and sicker I'm not gonna let that happen right. so again I put my you know uh warrior on cap on as they used to call me actually in consulting they used to call me <laughs> the, their first warrior so, but you know, in, in, in times where you deeply challenged, my warrior was kicking in Yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm determined. I'm going to find solution because my, there's no way that my child is going to get sicker and sicker. Right. And there was other episodes that were like really alarming. So I went on a path to really find solutions. And I, I, I found, found, uh, that a cocktail of a mix of osteopathy and, uh, homeopathy actually really worked, but it, it, it stopped the coughing, but he was not healed. You know, he was not healed because another trigger, it will come back. Right. So one day, another chance, uh, a PhD in biology steps into my home <laughs> because, she, because she wanted to, and she was French also. Yeah, she was French also. It's funny. Um, and she had research, she had seen, you know, one of the programs that, because a, a ton of television channels came and shot uh, documentaries on, on my home. Right. So she had found me and she, she wanted to build the same house. So she, she, you know, she came and visit to figure out the place, you know, by herself. And we started talking and I just like, I was totally, um, mesmerized by the type of studies that she was doing. And she was like, she had actually started uh, studying with a uh, doctor, uh, neuroscientist, researcher, uh, specialist in micro cancers and everything. And wow. he had come up with an approach about the brain and how diseases and dysfunctioning behaviors are si simply a, a biological program. And what our brain does is simply turn on and turn off a disease as a response to basically a, bio, uh, a conflict that is not being uh, resolved in the, in, in the psychology. So then here it comes, it's a biological program. So I'm not gonna go too much into it, but long story short, I became a student also 
of Dr. Sabah. I went to Canada, I went to France, I went to, you know, so I was on a mission because I needed this knowledge to help my kid. Right. You know, and nothing more passionate to get you moving than I, to help you, know, you know how it is. Like oh, you yeah. would do anything for your kids, right? So I did that and, um, and actually healed my kid, that you know, it's been 15 years, wow. not, not, uh, not an asthma attack anymore. And, um, so I started, you know, implementing that in my coaching. Wow. And I had one day had like a very impressive result, like, you know, a person healing. It was not the point. I mean, she was a PhD in psychology. She was an entrepreneur. She wanted to, she came to me to build her business. Right. Right. But she was suffering from her jaws uh, and she, she was, she had planned a surgery actually, because she wanted to, she was a singer and she wanted to sing. Oh, wow. And so, because I, 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 I know, I don't know the, the, I don't know the story, obviously I'm not a clairvoyant, but I, 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 I knew exactly what type of question to ask and where to go. Right. So she unpacked, she was very spiritual and she didn't want to, she had a person to forgive and, and, and it was very, you know, uh, deep and, and difficult. So, but eventually she did. And she turned that around. She never had to have surgery. Wow. And, and so I got scared. I freaked out. This is what I freaked out. <laughs> oh, no. And because I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? You know, this is what's happening in my sessions. And, um, and I went back to corporate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, but you know, that is so much like, I mean, that is, I, I've known other people where I've done that actually myself, where I reached a goal and I was absolutely successful. And then I like, my mind started freaking out. And I was like, no, I can't do this. I got to back away. You know? Oh my goodness. So what happened next? Because we're, oh, because we're afraid. We're afraid of our power. Yeah. We are afraid of, of like just unraveling the gift. We're not just one dimension. We're so many dimensions. Why do you have to just to be a marketer? Why do you have to be just that? You know, we're so used to categorize. And even me who like, I, I, you know, I pride myself to never fit in a box. I was putting myself in a box. I was putting myself in a box. Yeah. So, so what happens, I got back to corporate and, um, but it was the beginning of the end. You know, each time that you have a major uh, realization, uh -huh. you know that if you do not go for full circle and draw the conclusion that needs to be drawn, uh -huh. then you're going to be reminded exactly of the same problem. So I got back to corporate and I was head of strategy on, a, you know, in a, in a consulting um, company of, of a big group, WPP group, and I was hired to work on HP and, you know, again, a beautiful opportunity. And I was hired because the CEO wanted the types of outcome I was getting. Mm. And then the reality of it, she, she was not letting me be myself. She was not really letting me be who I am. And that's because I do things differently that I get the results that I get. And so we went through the assignment. I, I knew that I had the satisfaction to know that the client was happy because he told me, Bernick, as the first time, I mean, it was the head of design for HP. So 10 years, five years design, you know, products, 10 years. 
it was like Veronique is the first time in five years that I know what I have to do. So I had the satisfaction to know that, okay, the job is done, client is happy, let's have this discussion with the CEO and basically we agreed to disagree and I knew it was time for me to get out. So this is when I, I you know, I realized, you know, this is time for you to create your own business. This is time for you to create your own company. Do it your way. And at the time, I was so done with corporate. I didn't want to do anything. With that. You know, I wanted to, because I had taken a glimpse at innovators. You know, my husband was very much into bringing new technology, new, you know, so we met a lot of innovators. And I wanted to put my gift to at their service because I wanted them, their big idea. I didn't have, it didn't mean that they wanted to change the world, but it was a big idea to them. And it was right. something that I think was worthy of, uh, you know, of, of my effort. And also, um, yeah, I'm, I've always been a non-cynical uh, marketer. I, I, you know, I think people are good at marketing can really help a lot of good make happen because, oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's critical to know how to market yourself and to to sell yourself. So, so how did you how did you then shift to from the corporate world to going into this um, the coaching and more private entrepreneur stuff? And you mentioned to me the 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 thing that you developed, which was I lost my page. Um, oh no, back here. Uh, the distinctive natural asset or DNA. <laughs> that yeah, no, you, you, you got it right. You know, thank you. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you come, you, you come up with smart things, but nobody can remember them. So. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. So, so we, so I created my company at the time. It was still a, a business consultancy, a brand consultancy. So, but but what I did is I created that that process, the distinctive natural assets, because, uh, I, I, you know, bringing all the pieces of knowledge together, like you know my, um, you know, obviously brand marketing skills, but also uh, everything that I've learned about biology and the, and the brain and how to program and deprogram and you know, uh, reorganize ourselves uh, uh because i realized that is the most important step for an entrepreneur is to be able to fully step into them into yourself right to right. fully identify who you are so that's my distinctive natural asset so nothing is made up everything you know everything that i've done always i knew that the key the source of value is to, to be looked inside, inside a company, inside the leader, inside the founder, and even major corporations, the key is always in the founder. Mm -hmm. So I knew that. So I, I created that, that process. Um, and, and so, you know, what entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs were able to experience was clarity, clarity about who they are, but it was a level of precision that they never got to reach mm. because who who has the time to look at you know ourselves right. you know who has 10 right. years to spend in therapy to figure out who you are you know right. i mean the life goes so much faster we, we don't have that luxury of endlessly you know like waiting for things to happen <laughs> so, so 
so I mean, at least I didn't have it, but that's also my relationship to time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so so they, they, they reach clarity, but also about what makes me unique, what makes me unique, what the traits of my personality, my character, my history, my story, yeah. uh, what is unique to me that makes me who I am, mm. you know, and also looking at what maybe doesn't look super good, but it's still you. Right. And the marketer in me looks at it and we, we, we take, you know, we seize every opportunity to flip things around. Like, how can this be an advantage? Right. How can you make this a gift? Right. It's a gift. Like my super sensibility has been my greatest gift all my life. Absolutely. It's just that I, I was not allowing it to be seen, right? But it, I've always been who I am, right? So we always the same person. What happens is that we don't see ourselves, so we don't let other people see who we are, right? Right. So through that process, they come to see themselves, but from a business perspective. So how do we create value from that, mm. right? And what happens is, the, 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 the most beautiful part is that it, they assimilate it. They, they step up to, because when you see your DNA, it was like, wow, <laughs> that feels, that feels together. That feels strong. But the, the other part of the magic comes with the fact that you see, it's, it's, it's almost like it's inevitable. Like if you see your DNA, you see your business DNA. Mm. And I've seen it happen and I just have very little things to do for them to see it. I just have to just, you know, kind of carry them. So at the time it was still a brand consultancy, but um, that that is part of my own transformation because my business and who I am are like intertwined. That's the same person, right? Right. So right. I was always, and I've shared that with you, as I was always conflicted with coming at things with, a lot of you know force you know and being a strategist is you you're the one who show the path you're the one who people are looking up to know you know what is it to do and and because of the very nature of ideas you know you have to be very uh, rigorous it's very creative but it's also very rigorous right. and so i i it, it became it became obvious to me that um, uh, I had to, as I said, like, you know, put the sensibility, sensibility just, you know, at par with, with, with the strengths, right? And kind of revisit what it is to be a strong woman. Right. So I integrated, I did the work with, I finally found a, an amazing mentor mentor and, and coach. And again, you know, at each moment in my life, and I'm sure it's the same for you, jo uh, Jocelyn, is when you're stuck, don't wait to be paralyzed. Just ask for help. And, you know, communities are, are great, but communities are not going to, they're not trained to help you like pass the threshold, right? right. So we're trained and we keep, we keep coaches, we, we keep being coached, right? So that we keep growing into ourselves and to ourselves as a person, into ourselves as a as a coach. So this is where I've been recently across another threshold. And and I'm able to now really 
I think, you know, really take care of people, like really create the space where they can do the work to be, to step into who they are. So I'm going to take these, um, this tool, the, 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 this process of the, the distinctive uh, natural assets, but I'm going to recalibrate it for group coaching. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the midst of creating that curriculum because it's, it's, it, it works differently. You know, it's different interaction when you do it for, and then when you are trying to facilitate to let the, the person right. do their own transformation. So it's, it's coming at a different differently and i want it to be very effective and i'm gonna step it with all i have because i'm super passionate about it <laughs> i can tell it's like I, I agree with you in that one um the most impactful change i have had is when i've gotten coaching when i especially you know mm. and I, I also like group coaching because often people are asking questions that i didn't even know i had but i obviously did because of the answer and what they went through and the examples that they're showing because a lot of times when we're doing group coaching, while somebody starts to, they might be giving information. There's a process where there's question and answers, and there's this, this movement between the coach and somebody that they're working on. And that in that interaction, the emotions and, and the ahas that come out, that becomes so impactful for the rest of the group that I, that's one reason why I really like the aspect of group coaching too. But I know you're still working on the group coaching part, but you are doing some one-to-one -one coaching as well right now. It, it, that's also true, right? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you, you know, again, you know, I keep, I keep evolving and I have experienced, again, very, very simply the power of the group, like the dynamic of the group. The, the group is a wonderful catalyst because, you know, we attract each other. So your story is my story. I mean, in yeah. one way or another, and what I'm not ready to express, someone else will, and it creates a ripple effect and it causes my transformation. Yeah. And it's, it's because it, it kind of catch me by surprise. That's the, that's the whole beauty of the brain. It's there to protect you. Right. Right. So when you're not ready to let go, like, and there's so many times in my life where I should have let go and I, 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 I didn't even see it, uh -huh. but but the, the, when someone else is transforming it, 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 and it resonates with your, with your story, mm. you're already transforming. Right. The, right. the transformation has started. Yeah. I, so I, definitely I, this is where I'm going. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. So, um, what do you feel going through this shift now where you've gone through, you've been in corporate, um, you were over here, you were, you were like the high achiever, you know, the, 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 just doing all this stuff. Then you moved into your coaching and you went back from fear. Then you came back and you're doing this and you're moving into this new world. What has been the biggest impact on your life in going through this transformation? Well, you know, I, I was going to say, you know, you know, my personal life, my business life, this is, this is all me, right? This is all me, but I feel just more about me, myself. I just feel more integrated. Mm. I don't feel like, I, I felt like, you know, the strong woman and the super sensitive child, almost, I want to say, you know, they don't live together and now they live together. Right. And I don't feel ashamed of it. Right. And I don't feel embarrassed by it. 
I know my my dad when he said it was going to be my 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 biggest weakness. He was probably talking about him and right. his weakness yeah. as a man. And I understand that. And he loves me, so it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so so what's happening is. Uh, it's like everything is integrating, you know, you feel it's a thing like pieces and fragmented, it's, it's whole and it's so much stronger. Yeah. It's, I don't know if strong is the, the right word, but more powerful, yeah. you know, it's a nev another level of power. And as a result, I have a different relationship to myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm definitely trying to trying sorry for the trying I'm, I'm catching myself with those two words that they made mine and i can share <laughs> if anyone else wants to use them they're yours ease and grace mm. and that's kind of my two words for now that were given by my mentor and coach and whenever i feel like i'm getting tense i'm, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself I catch myself yeah and i'm like no you're doing things differently now you're doing things with ease and grace and it allows me to breathe and it helps me connect yes connect with whatever i'm like you know i'm putting so much pressure because i want to understand that i want to know that i need to finish yeah you know yeah. and and actually, when you release this, this like totally unhealthy, uh, you know, pressure, it's self-inflicted to begin with. Nobody's telling me to do that. Yeah. Uh, then amazing things start happening because everything comes naturally, and you're in the flow. And I've been several times in my life in the flow. Right. Uh, but it was another type of flow. Now I think it's just peace, you know, peaceful, harmony. I think what's really cool is that because we've been um, having some uh, overlapping, you know, that's why we met, is that we we have a, a, the same coach, <laughs> uh, yes. at least right now. <laughs> we're, we're fortunate enough. Yes. Um, uh, amazing, Maya. And, uh, but uh, one of the gifts to me, I had already been on this journey myself as well as you had been at rediscovering who I was. And, and the idea though, of as women, again, I'm going to go back to, and, and I, I know men have gone through a lot of their own kinds of fragmentation, but I can't speak to that because I'm not a man. I can only speak to what my experience is as a woman. And as a woman in our era growing up, we were told, you know, be like this, be like this, 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 everything except be a woman you know, to be a, a, an integrated person, an integrated woman. My, and it was my mom really who not not that she did this consciously, but subconsciously taught me to be more like a man, you know, go through academia, you know, be, an, be a professor, you know, and be logical and rational and all this stuff. And then I, I lost me in that process. And in being able to come back to saying, you know, I can cry, I can be angry, I can be, you know, whatever emotion it is that's coming out, it's okay to be all of that. That's part of like our DNA, right? It's part of what makes me me. And, mm -hmm. and being able to voice that, I think is really interesting mm -hmm. in your idea of releasing, when we release the psychological things, we, we start to heal the body in the process too, because as I've 
become more and more into this. No, I am accepting all of who I am, even, you know, the shadow side and the light side, you know, all the different ways that we talk about it. Um, it means I get to tap into those things that I had been den denying about myself that really are my superpower. As you say, really are who they are. That's, that's their strengths and their power in their their business that they want to get into, as, as you noted. And I think that is such a powerful way of approaching is first saying, saying, well, who, who do you, who are you? And allowing that person to figure out for themselves who that are, who they are through your process. Um, I think that's amazing. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, you, you know, what really prompted, prompted me to adjust this, this uh, process for coaching is, is because you know, I'm always been a student and, you know, so my first impulse is to go out and learn the skills, right? We need to learn the skills. So we go and we take a program and we take another program and we take another program. And you know what? Um, I've experienced it myself and I know it's the story of many mm -hmm. uh, people is what the hell am I going to do with all this program? <laughs> and because, because fundamentally, uh, it's not about the programs. It's not about the skills. It's not even about the mindset. It's about the core. It's about the source. And the source is you. And until you know who you are, you don't know what you're doing. And, and, and you can ingurgitate all the knowledge in the world. You're going to stay stuck. You're going to be, you know, because you're facing your own stuff. So until this is clean, until you know what to do, until you know also, it's not just about confidence. It's, it's about, okay, what's the gift that to have to share in the world? I know that among us, there's a lot of coaches. Right. And, you know, a lot of people are like, who am I to share what? Because I have no clue what I'm going to share. So I don't know who I am. I don't know what to share. So start with step one. Step one is, is you take care of you look within, it's beautiful. And what's going to come out, it's going to be just as unique as you are because you're just unique. And I'm not saying that as a marketer, I'm saying that because, because, I, because I know and everybody, you know, obviously know, but there's no two DNA that have done that are remotely the same. Like every person is totally freaking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're all unique. And, and I love the phrase and the energy of the phrase better together. Um, you know, so much of, like I said before, we've been, you know, all of us are like supposedly in competition, but competition separates and it's more, that's when you push. It's when we're in that creative energy, which is, which is complementary, um, which is, you know, togetherness, you know, that's where that creative energy comes in from that heart to heart. But we can only really get there when we realize for ourselves, I am me. There's no one that has exactly the same background or DNA or whatever it is that anybody else does. And no matter what, I'm just going to move forward. And, and if I can collaborate and work with other people and learn from other people just as a way to hear, figure out my own voice, when, when, we, be, when we become happy and comfortable in our own skin of who we are and unapologetic, unapologetic for being who we are, that's mm -hmm. when it's like, okay, none of that other stuff matters because whoever's supposed to be with me will be with me. 
You know, absolutely. And that, that's why I love, I absolutely love and respect what you have started, Jocelyn, because you're spite, spot on. I mean, two, together, what can we not achieve? I mean, if we're, each of us were special and we get together, then only beautiful things can happen. Yeah. You know, and I, I love this, this, uh, actually, I started reading, um, you know, a book recently, and it was really about revisiting the notion of competition mm. because we've been brought in that 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 with that notion of okay there's very few people at the top you know so you have to compete because you have to be better you have to be the best right but that's coming from a notion of scarcity mm. it's, it, you know why can't we be like many 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 at the top yes you know we don't have to step over each other we have to lift each other up yeah because if we are like all at the top my god imagine what we can all do at the top i know so i i love this transmutation and i love the fact that you are creating this 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 platform for many other women to share the transformations so we can know also your transformation, Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and it's so yeah, beautiful yeah. because everybody has something a little bit like, I love the idea. I mean, I love the idea of uniqueness and I utilize that myself, you know, because I, I think we've, our journey has been very similar in, in what we've done different, different places, but similar journey. Um, and, and it's, it's, and even if we're approaching something somewhat similarly, every person has something a little different to add in or a twist or a color or a way of saying something or a way of doing something that, that may let that one person in there go, oh my gosh, yes. And that makes it so worth it. Yeah. yeah because, you know, you and I, we have, as you said, point of um, similarity, uh, uh, but we're also different. Yeah. And you know, uh, in the, in our stories to begin with and about the, and the way that we talk about our experience and our breakthroughs and everything. So we are going to attract, a bunch of people are going to attract by us, but a bunch of people are going to be attracted, you know, to you and attracted to me right. for different reasons, you know, right. and that's the beauty of it. And I, I, I absolutely, truly love that. So, so yeah, the, 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 to, the, the together at the top is something I care about and I want to build is actually, if I had not been the coward that I have been, <laughs> I would have done There was only before. a part of you. There was a part of now. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, see, it's catching, it's catching, uh, catching back uh, on me. But I, I, you know, it's probably been 17 years now that, because I, I became a coach in 2005, and I had this idea then to create this, this net, I had this idea of creating a network of like-minded people around the world. And that we would come together because we had the same heart. We had the same ambition for uh -huh. the world in a way, you know, and uh, it sounds like big and lofty. So when I, 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 I go, I love it. I don't think I, poetic. I, I, I'm right Boom. with you. Yes. No, we have to think big like that. We have to. And, and I didn't do it because I freaked out. Yeah. At the time. It's okay. Yeah. And you know what? It's okay because it may not have been quite the right time at that moment. Right. And we are really going through a shift in our world right now with everything that's been happening, that doors and places and things are opening, minds are opening, that I think there's a much better, it won't be such a hard trek. I think it's going to be, it comes from a different, you weren't in the right same place then that you are right now. 
And I think you're in the place now where that can happen more easily. It's more the flow rather than the grind, 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 push, push, push. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you hit it uh, right there is that now it comes to me, it's natural. And I'm not going to shy away. I'm just going to, you know, step in. It's a beautiful new skin, getting very comfortable in it. And um, I'm glad to have other women in my life now. Yes, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm super enjoying this process. I, you know, the me of the past was like, I, I this is, I was thinking about this earlier today. My, uh, I, when I was going into this one job at this one point, I had this interview and they liked me and it, but it was going to be interacting with people. My husband at the time, um, he was on the phone and he said to me, do they know that you hate people? And I, <laughs> I was like, I don't hate people, but it's because I was so shy. It was because I was so introverted that this, the, the outside world perceived me in this way, but I absolutely, it was because I love people so much that I got so hurt by what they said. And I had to learn to let go of that and not worry about what anybody else had to say about anything and just be myself. And then, then, then it doesn't look like I hate people. <laughs> I just, no. No. Yeah, and I know, and I know you don't. No. So, so I love where we're going, and I love it. You know, I couldn't have been the person doing the what I'm doing today in the in the in the in the mindset or the 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 whatever it was that I was back in a few years ago. We all have gone through a huge transformation um, over these last few few days or few years, um, uh, and. Well, I'm going to ask my last three questions, but I also want to remind everybody that there is a link down in the uh, summary feedback box to Veronique's um, uh, information on if you're interested in, in the coaching or if you want to sign up for the group coaching that will happen in the weeks to come. And she can get you keep, keep you informed in that. Um, uh, as well as do be sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button <laughs> and the little bell there, because all of that really helps us out and me out when it comes to the podcast. But before we end, I have three questions for you, Veronique, that I ask everybody. And the first one is, if you could meet anyone past, present, or future, who would it be? Oh my God, it's, it's, it's hard because... I love people and I have so many mentors, but Einstein, Einstein, because, because he's, he's a, he's a creative mind with, in this most beautiful expression, you know, and, and he had the awareness to be able to even talk about it in that way, you know? Right. So absolutely. Oh my God. I don't. I, I, I would have loved to, yeah, spend some time with him and pick his brain. That would Literally. be amazing, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think that a lot of people don't realize what a spiritual person he was. And so it would be interesting to. Yeah. And, and that's, that's so beautiful. That, that's why, I, you know, I love this, the, the science brain because the science brain is a creative brain. Yes. It, it's, you know, we don't invent anything by increments mm. we, we 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 invent things by breaking grounds like seeing things differently bringing new perspective like thinking looking at a pro a, a program a, a problem and, and and really looking at it differently yeah. so yeah absolutely i would have loved that that would i, I agree um what is your favorite movie 
Oh my God, I love movies so much. So another tough one. Um, have you seen The Shape of Water? Yes. Oh my God, like I haven't seen it in a long time yet. Ago? Yes. Oh, now I remember it. Yes. Yes. Benito del Toro. Oh. Um, oh, oh my God. I thought of such a powerful movie about love. Yes. Communication between love between species, but also the photography. I mean, it's. Oh my so gosh. Cool. I just got goosebumps all over me. I don't know if you can see it, but I've just got it from. Oh, you know what? I have the same. Let's compare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that movie. I was totally transported. It's a universe that he created. And oh my God, you get sucked in. It's yeah. I'm gonna have to go and watch that now. It. Oh my goodness. I love that. I love that. You're right. The, the message in that movie uh, is so powerful. Both sides of it, the, the side of love and then the yes. side of hate. The yeah, it's just beautiful. Um, oh, I'm gonna watch that later today <laughs> if I can find it. Um, if you could only leave one message at the end of your life, what would that message be? A message for whom? Anybody. For anybody. The world will say. be yourself and have fun with it. I love all it. the way. I love it. Be yourself and have fun with it all the way. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Veronique, this has been an absolute joy. I have enjoyed our time together. I loved your story. Um, I love where you're going. I love the way that you are approaching your coaching business and your group coaching and the way of looking at the, the DNA, your distinctive, um, oh gosh, distinctive natural, natural asset. Yes. <laughs> because, DNA is shorter. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> because it, it allows a person to say, I'm okay just the way I am. And it's my actual superpower. It's what makes me unique. It was, it's what is actually the, the, whatever it is, the universe is calling to say, this is what I'm supposed to be giving to the world, um, rather than the world trying to tell us who we're supposed to be. And I love it that you're helping people explore that in themselves and to be able to figure out who they are. So I, I hope all the most amazing best for you. And also again, check, check out the link in the, in the um, summary box to connect with Veronique. Um, and I, again, thank you so much uh, for being here with us today. Thank you, Jocelyn. That was a pleasure being with you.